Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hello! Listen, you smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm John Star. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we are festivaling today. I'm going to insist on using that verb. <laughs> we, 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 we've ruined a take and you still didn't change it. <laughs> to what? Oxford. What there we go, we, move on. It's, it, uh, what? Oxford. Wait, dictionary. what? Oxford, Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Oh, it is? No, no, we no. added No, it's oh, Webster's. Oh, we added it. Okay. <laughs> it's Webster's. Miriam Webster's Dictionary. They're being sassy as fuck on Twitter. They are. Um, we're talking about a film festival, the Simply Shorts Film festival, the film school fallout year, and with us we have the the festival director and curator, Mr. Scott Young. Say hello. That is me. Hello, hello, everybody. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. <laughs> you missed it, and we're on a second take of it. That's, Damn it! You guys are just pathetic. Absolutely. I you're chance, fired. Though. You're fired, Scott. You're, you're the new motion picture ranger. You're the red one. The green. You're, you're the, the green, green one. The red oh, one. The leader. Surely. You'd oh God, be the I'm the black one. ranger. Shit. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm whitewashing this. Um, uh, Scott, you're, Scott's like a Scott, you're like a, a filmmaker, fellow filmmaker, actor, multi hyphenate. In, in... <laughs> yes, yes, I've been uh, I've been around in the community for five, six years now. Not and you already previous. like way better than <laughs> I've been you're around for like ten, and us. you're like way better than. Me. Oh, I don't, I don't want to say about that. <laughs> but we're getting we're getting you a little bit later. We always start every episode by asking, "What have you been watching?" and Chancellor, what have you been watching this week? Um, so I have continued my binge on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, which is, I think I'm right now, I'm about to get to the end of season two. Wait, haven't you seen yeah. it already? Yeah. But You're re-watching is, I'm re-watching. For season five. And you, you haven't watched five. Westworld, you haven't watched <clears throat> I also anything. haven't watched Glow season two, okay? I, I, I feel like right now I just need to- Need to relax. Watch something that I don't really need to watch. I can just sit- mm. And play Pokemon on the side, mm. you know. Uh, I've also been playing Hitman just because that's taking up a lot of my time. My wife bought it for my for my birthday, so I've been playing Hitman. Oh, Hitman's right. great, awesome. by the way. It's like everything I wanted in Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and Assassin's Creed sucked. Um, uh, but I also take. watched Speed, which oh, really? I would have mentioned last episode yeah. if I didn't completely forgot we did that until we mentioned it. Speed, <laughs> fuck, it, it still lives up, and it is so intense. Chanel had never seen it. Wait, oh. oh Jesus! What? Look, I know. Why did you marry her? I don't know. Well, look, I'm 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 teaching her the ways of nah. Keanu Reeves. She hates Keanu Reeves, which is why what? she also refused to watch John Wick when I watched it. So you know, 
had to watch that by myself. That's like one of his best ones. I know. Um, but other than that, I can't think of anything else that I've been watching. Speed. Just crazy. Just, just speed. so much speed. It holds week. up. Yeah. That Injecting he, it he straight into my dick vein. What? He- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Put that on a t-shirt again. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> John DeBond, who directed that, he's yeah. only done like six movies, and the last one he did was Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life. Yeah, that's right. He did the Tomb Raider <laughs> movies. Yeah, that's how what he ends his career because he's like 80, 90 years old now. Yeah. But he did Twister, which I yeah, fucking, he, I fucking the love. The two nineties movies. Yeah, yeah he, he, did, he was the nineties. Mm-hmm. I just remembered one movie I watched: The Foreigner. It just dropped on, <gasps> I believe, oh, Stan. Oh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Oh, Jackie Chan. So, good. so good. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I was expecting it to be good, but I didn't know what to expect. And fuck, it was good. Uh, every every moment. Okay, I need to watch that. It's great, and, and it's directed by um, cannot remember his name. Guy who directed the two best Bond films, not including my favorite Bond film, but um, oh. uh, Gold mm. Golden Eye and Sam. Casino Royale. Oh, so that's how Mister Pierce Brosnan got his foot in the door. Then I'm assuming so, because I was watching it, going, "This reminds me of something," and it felt like Golden Eye to me. Yeah. And I didn't know why. I'm like, it's just because of Pierce Brosnan. I look it up and I'm like, oh no, it's the same director. Okay, so good that he finally cleaned himself of the filth that was Green Lantern. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yes. God, I forgot about that. Um, uh, so, Scott, what have you been watching this week? Uh, this week, I've been keeping up to date with Preacher. I need to. I need to. I really like the show. Oh, yeah. well, last, week, last week, I mentioned I watched Mamma Mia. I, I, I very much have a thing for Dominic Cooper. Yeah, I don't know what it is though, but I really like the show. I just like, I, I, it was one of those ones that got lost in the mess of like a million shows coming out mm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and the show is pretty much a colorful mess anyway. Like, yeah. you've really got to be on top of, of it show, every week, yeah. otherwise, you'll fall behind quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Dominic Cooper is very fucking good in it, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially because he's big British and he's doing like a hard like Texan thing. Yeah, I had no idea he was British until I went like I actually just I, saw like on YouTube he was in Mamma Mia and it was like oh, I was yeah. like you haven't seen Mamma Mia. <laughs> it was a long time ago. What is, what, what's the one thing? Because oh, I watched because after I watched Mamma Mia, I was like, oh fuck, Dominic Cooper. I was just googling all the stuff he's in and I'm like looking at all these shows. I'm like, fuck, I should watch some of these movies. That look kind of cool. Oh, he played Ian <laughs> Fleming in uh, what's it uh, in the Ian Fleming? Chance got his IMDb uh, up. Yeah, I do, because yeah. I was, like, trying to think of a funny... Because I remember there's a really bad movie with Dominic Cooper in it. Uh, I think I was thinking of um, uh, Not Need for Speed. Warcraft, because he was in Warcraft. Yes, that's the terrible one. He's mm. the king. But he's not terrible, and he's the le- he's one of the least terrible actors in that. Because he's just... Yeah. But no, I also... Lo- I really love Ruth Nega in... in um, uh, preacher is the she's, yeah. the she's like the 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 Bonnie, Bonnie Clyde she, she, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. wrapped into one. She's really really good. Yeah, kick ass mercenary that could tear me apart like a wet towel. <laughs> <laughs> and and um and the Irish vampire. Yes, yeah, yeah. Cassidy, Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really. I reckon you'd love that show, Chance. Oh, dude, oh, you I, I'd be I your okay, so, style. Uh, when I turned like I think it was twenty five, my mum bought me uh the first few Walking Deads, the first Preacher, and the mm. first something else. I got the first volume as, of Preacher. In- I bought it for a plane trip because I had finished my book on the way down to Sydney. I didn't have anything, so I bought Preacher to fly <laughs> up and read. I was like eight years old. I used to get it from the library. I'm just like take, take. Oh What's man, funny I feel old. the show is like 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 the comics are almost like a prequel to the like. Isn't there like a weird kind of continuity thing in that the comics and the show are actually quite. 
I don't think it's well, the canon. Sh- the but show is more of a lead up to the start of the comics. Oh, at least the first oh, season. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not that avid of a fan. I haven't actually read the graphic novels. Yeah. Yeah. So, See, so. I've only read the first volume, but I also read Walking Dead at the time, and I was like, you know what? I need to invest my time in Walking Dead because I feel like that's going to go. And didn't places. that work out well for? Hey, you. I'm talking about the comics. Okay, the comics were fine. The comics were good. Pretty good. Okay. They're still going okay. I haven't read the 11th novel. Oh, no, no, the 12th volume yet. But Anyway, what else yeah, have you been watching, <laughs> Um, uh, My sister introduced me to The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, that that cheery, oh, rape-tastic Such show. a wonderful, optimistic show. <laughs> oh, man. I, that, I find that to be one of the most unbingeable shows because you just want to <laughs> die in the corner when I'm, after yeah, I'm reading a novel first before I watch the show. Well, the novel is like the first season and they literally end at the same point. And then the second season is just like, what else can you do with such a (laughs) rape-filled universe? Are we going to get a Hands Made Tell extended cinematic universe? People can watch them all in a row and just feel great about life. <laughs> okay. Uh, where yeah. are you up to on it? I, I finished it. I, oh, I, yes. I, yeah, my sister introduced me to it like a month ago and then we just sort of like relatively binged it over the space of a week. But did, never... the, did the ending of season, not to spoil anything, but did the ending of season two really piss you off? Because it pissed me off. I was sort of in a dark ambivalence with the ending of that. I really <laughs> didn't know how to feel about it because I was sort of happy at the same time. I was like, why was, the fuck did you do that? Like, yeah, because like she's smart enough to know she can't do fuck all inside Gilead. Yeah. And and But the, the music and the way they shot it, they were trying to make it like this really badass thing that she was doing. I'm like, this isn't badass. This is just fucking stupid. Yeah. What is like, this? Like you can't spend 23 episodes being like, I need to get out of here. And then on the 24th episode, you're like, I'm going to see. You know what? I feel like more raping. Yeah. Like, because she She's, she's just going to go back and it's going to be in this cycle of her getting raped. Because, like, like season two had one of the the, the most awful rape scenes. Mm. It was just, it was, like, I mean, it was necessary for the narrative and they shot it very appropriately. But, God, it was just like, ugh, I mm. could not. It was it was too much. Is this episode of the most rape drops? That was a lot of shame. Probably. It's, <laughs> you, you need to watch an episode of the show. Okay. It's just all of the rape, all of the ritualized rape. It's not just rape; it's mm. ritualized rape. Cultish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that but, sounds fun. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, what have you been watching? So I've been uh, rewatching um, at the bequest of my girlfriend to rewatch the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy because she's like, I haven't uh, seen uh, it. Since whoa, whoa, what? Since two thousand seven. Okay, uh, that's okay. I'll accept um, that. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't remember. I'm like, be prepared. I can quote the first two movies, <laughs> and then. Um, five minutes into both movies, she told me to shut up. So that was fun. Um, so your relationship is going well, is what you're saying? It's going lovely. Excellent. Good. Um, and it, what I realized, like these movies, like really, like thinking back to now, how many, like how the superhero movie, like landscapes change in comparison to how these movies were. Because there's a lot of breathing room in these movies, and there's a lot of like moments. And where- number one has dated so badly. It has. Dated. It, it is dated. No. Movie. How long has it been since you saw it? Probably about a year. Yeah. Okay, I, I love watching it, it a, but I, I rewatched it, it a year ago, and I'm like, oh, some of this, not even just like the CGI, but just some of like the dialogue. Macy Gray, Macy Gray, yeah. There is like some. There is a homophobic joke in it, and I was just like, oh, in the wrestling. Oh, uh, uh, even yeah. like I mean that's it's, wrestling. Yeah, it's, but it's like, like that bit. The, the wrestling sequence is my favorite one because <laughs> it's the it's also the least CGI kind of yeah. thing and. Mm-hmm. But no, you got the boom saw. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, and it's really great time. And there's a lot of moments where it's just like between like that scene where he reveals to Aunt May that he was like there, like, and then he may have like caused Uncle Ben's death, and she just like 
let, lets go of his hand and walks away and you just have this like long like pause and moment of breathing. It's like, oh, fuck. Like this, yeah. this is a really great like like script as well, especially like two and um, Doc Ock, that scene where like the horror scene yeah. is like Sam Raimi's influence. Number like, two holds up. Number two, is, number like, two that's, that, up. And that's why I know number one is definitely not holding up because number two was only made like eight, two years, a year mm, after yeah. that. And it is infinitely better. Yeah, that's different. Mm. Um, also, also, like I found it like there's a lot more cheesy moments in the first two as well that make me feel like, oh, Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man 3 wasn't so much out of left field as it kind of, like, there's, there's a lot of cheesy moments in the first two that I'm like, I forgot about, like, completely. There's just, <laughs> yeah. like, some, like, kind of cringy, like... Um, fly, web, fly! That's, that's <laughs> fun. It's when, like, Peter's taking out the garbage in the second film and then he's and she's like, oh, I've been looking this floor to see you. And he's like, oh, boy, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like, great. She's like an actress on Broadway, but she's the waitress. And like, it's she's so been... kitschy. <laughs> it is so kitschy. Um, and yeah, so let's watch this first. Year. I'm watching the third one today, uh, but I'll get through it. It's fine. You'll get through it. You're fine. Yeah. Um, and then I've been watching all the Mission Impossible films, except for yes. two. Sorry, yeah. John Woo. I just don't <laughs> care. Uh, so... Watch one, um, god damn Brian De Palma with those shots. It's just like those, his coverage is so interesting. It's just, yeah, he, he's, he's kind of like Soderbergh in that he will approach mm. a scene in his very own way. And mm. I like that because there's nothing worse to me than like a film that looks like every other film. Yeah. But like the first mission was really unsettling. Like, in, like the opening scenes, I was like, damn, this is like a lot more like, it, like compared to like Ghost Protocol, where it seems like it's like it's, a fun action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a much darker thriller, like, yeah. spy thriller, rather than an action. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> nothing fucks me up more than the elevator sequence where it's just uh, yeah, you, you Amelia Westerberg getting you feel it fucked yeah. in the eyes by an elevator shaft, and that's kind of like the end of his career. He just gets elevated <laughs> and then he just like, doesn't do anything yeah. else. Um, and then yeah, skip two, watch three. J.J. Abrams. Uh, yep. Very much 2006 sort of style. Like the, the cinematography was like very reminiscent of like that era of like action mm. movies. That's what we talked about now, action episodes, just those sort of like cut of lighting and everything. And then, yeah, Ghost Protocol. I haven't watched Rogue Nation yet, but I think I'm going to watch that the I day I Rogue. watch Fallout. Rogue so, Rogue. yeah. So those are the movies we've been watching. So, um, so hey, what have you been watching, Shane? Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Hey Shane, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, so I've been watching because I'm 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 started pre production on a, a a screwball comedy for Ooh. Tropfest. I'm trying to do it in like the style of like the 30s, 40s ones. So I'm trying to hunt down and watch a lot of them. I watched this one that's like a very seminal one called My Man Godfrey from 1936, mm. starring Carol Lombard and someone else who I can't remember. But it's really interesting. The movie has like a really weird pace to it because basically it's about a super rich family who basically like take a homeless bum, make him their butler. And then it turns out he's actually secretly like a rich person and he like saves the family and, and just it's paced so bizarrely because all of the big reveals and everything kind of happened in the last like 10 minutes and he's already like a butler and they're falling in love with him like the first 15 and it's like a 90 minute. It's really weird, but kind of interesting. Carol Lombard's really interesting. I've never seen a movie with her in it. Um, she's really interesting. She's very out there. She's very the manic pixie dream girl kind of precursor. Mm. Oh, right. Um, and the other thing I noticed, because these are all those old Hollywood studio movies, they're shooting with like a lot of blank walls, but they just put like weird shat, like like cookies over the lights and just yep. have just the mm. most, like, you're like, where is this light source actually coming from? Because <laughs> really it's the weirdest shadow. shadow pattern all over the wall, but they just do it to make all the walls really interesting. But I was kind of watching it, I'm like, I really like that. Like, because they do it. When you all- can't afford production <laughs> design, you get a cookie cutter. That's exactly right. But see, they do it yep. so consistently throughout the movie that you buy into it. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really interesting. So I kind of want to see some more. I've got a couple of like Gene Harlow ones um, from it. Although, Cost. I mean, 
you can't beat his girl Friday. You can't. Yeah. I, like <laughs> nothing comes close to that movie. So uh, what can you do? Um, I watched The Equalizer and The Equalizer Two. Oh, how Denzel well. Washington's does John Wick. Um, yep. <laughs> not as well as John Wick. Uh, like I like I love Denzel. Denzel yeah. is great, and he's really cool when he's doing his badass thing. But the story is all like he just goes around saving poor prostitutes who are in it with the wrong guys. Yeah. That's like a, the whole movie, and you're just like I'm a little tired of like the damsel in distress thing. And like in the first one, it's just Chloe Moretz, and she's like a yeah. hooker for the Russian mob, and then yeah. he accidentally kills the wrong guys, and then more people come after him, and then he just like takes all of them out. But then in the second one. Because at the end of the first one, he's like, I'm going to be a vigilante and just help people out. And so the second one is like opens with this montage of him like saving women after women after women. And he's like, mm-hmm. just as an Uber driver. As, no, no, yeah. as a Lyft driver. Oh, as a Lyft driver. Yeah, yeah. Fuck and there Uber. are like two <laughs> male characters who he like helps, but the women are like so damsels in distress, whereas yeah. the men kind of are somewhat proactive in their stories. I like the idea that he was like, they just went around to all of the alternates to taxi services and were like, hey, <laughs> We don't want to do an action movie where we use your service to save people, and all of them turned them down except Lyft. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like I mean they're fine, they're very they're competent movies. Um, I I find it has that problem of like the Russo brothers where they have some really cool visual ideas, but they don't trust a single shot, and so it's just cut to buggery. Like you cannot, yeah. you're just like why didn't you hold on that really awesome shot? Um, but number two has a really cool end action sequence in the middle of a storm in like a sea, a coastal town. It's really kind of cool, Ooh, oh, cool. with uh, Pedro Pascal as the as the yeah. as oh shit spoilers, but uh, no. yeah, spoilers, <laughs> it's, it's really obvious from the get go who the turncoat is in the movie, like really obvious. Um, I watched Mission Impossible Fallout. Talked about it a bit last week. Oh, but you didn't mention it in the last episode. Didn't really uh, mention it. No, but oh fuck, it's good. I, <laughs> I definitely Rogue Nation. I feel is better. Yeah, but uh, the last thirty minutes of Fallout are utter perfection and i'm gonna get a bit thirsty for a minute there now um i didn't get the henry cavill thing until mission impossible oh, yeah, I saw your tweets. <laughs> yeah. yeah I saw until your tweets. Before, uh, until yeah. the, and i'm watching i'm like fuck i get it like, some <laughs> he's got a jawline for days that guy and he pulls off a mustache that no one should be able to pull off mm. as well that's like a no dirty one can pull off. it'll cost you 15 million dollars if you try and pull that thing off right now no. <laughs> cgi it now, off. That's re- what you do. rewatch the man from uncle with your eyes open because yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and i saw a tweet and i kind of retweeted it i'm like henry cavill could throw me through a bathroom window any day <laughs> yeah, my bathroom mirror just oh i i, I was kind of it Almost got a little distracting in that I'm watching the movie and I'm, uh, spoilers, uh, I'm kind of rooting for him to succeed <laughs> a little bit more in the movie than Tom Cruise. Spoilers, so Shane has Luna the entire time. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm asexual. I'm never distracted by that sort of thing. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing, like, I, haven't actually, okay. <laughs> I haven't actually like, watched full episodes because it's not available anywhere, but it's a really interesting, it's called Talk Show The Game Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a talk show by like a, uh, an American comedian named Guy Branham. And I've been listening to his like comedy album and stuff. It's really good. But basically it's like a deconstruction of a talk show played out as a game show where you get points for doing talk show things. But if you do like too much excessive name dropping, they can yellow card you. <laughs> you can go into a, a penalty box and they put in an like a replacement guest to earn points in your stead. And the host can be kicked into the penalty box and they do like weird games just watch these clips on youtube because they're like a minute and a half and he gets like billy eichner wanda sykes wanda sykes produces the show right and so she mm. guests on it a couple of times and they had an episode where they had uh melissa joan hart from sabrina the teenage Witch, <laughs> and carolyn <laughs> ray who plays aunt hilda from sabrina the teenage Witch, competing oh, wow. against mm. each other in like a lightning round of things and it's actually like the format is both it's both embracing talk show things and taking the piss out of it at the same time it's actually really clever and i'm 
I really want to get my hands on full episodes. But so that's what I've been watching. So now we're segueing into our main thing. So Scott, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, me, a little old me. Well, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, I'm a sound designer, recorder. I actually just started up with two of my colleagues from her film school, our little studio business called Older Grove Studios. Older so, what? Older Grove Studios. Old, older, older Grove. Just the name of the street. Older as in like not younger, but older Grove or older elder? Like, older like, Grove. O-A-L, older. Older as in like an old, like a, the type of wood. Like yes, a wand. That's exactly. Yes. I think like an the old older wand, <laughs> and so sorry. Yeah, it's if a Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So it's yeah, surrounded by trees. The street's named Elder Grove. So yeah, we uh, we do sound design, recording, location mixing, foley art, music production. Awesome. Uh, that's um, where Michael Monaco. Michael Monaco. Yeah, yeah Michael cool. Monaco and Clay Schraber. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And you're an actor as well. I think. Yes, yes. In my in my free time, which I have very little these days. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was we were saying before the podcast first time I sort of you know you you were in like this musical called Billy Buck. It. And I was like, because I was just filming like the the ad for it, and I'm watching the show, and the show wasn't exactly my rhythm. But then I saw you, and you were like, because you were like the comedic relief with this yeah, other guy, yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's actually really really funny. And so I like I remember like messaging you just not, I'm just like, hey, I'm a filmmaker, and I know this is kind of weird and creepy, but hey, you're really funny. Hey man, you want to be in a movie? Yeah, you want to be in a movie? Just come, come to my movie place. <laughs> for me. Come to my, my house. That's generally how my... actors get jobs, right? We go into dark, <laughs> dark, dark alleyways, and there's a guy with a big trench coat. He's like, hey, you want some movies? Yeah. <laughs> Cut to that black leather casting couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, would you, but black lines. leather, wouldn't that just get dirty really easily? Wouldn't no, you get sweaty. That's how we like it. <laughs> we <laughs> like it dirty. Okay. Back up, back, back <laughs> on, on topic. So, so, you, so you run, you're the curator and the director of the Simply Shorts Film Festival. So what, tell us a bit about the festival and, and the history of it, your history with it and everything. Yes, uh, I am the festival director of it, but I wasn't always once. Uh, I actually uh, became the custodian of it at the beginning of the year. The festival began five years ago now by uh, Mr. Greg Kelly of Creative oh, Clones. Good, yep. uh, mm-hmm. So he fled to Melbourne, as everyone seems to be doing. And, um, so <laughs> yeah. he Has left. he fled to Melbourne he's, now? He's in Melbourne. He's oh. been in Melbourne for about four months mm. now. I, I've said this. You may know this. I'm, like, when I'm Emperor of the World, I'm going to literally like just like like remove Victoria and New South Wales, there'll be a new Great Australian Bite on the side, and and then all the work will have to go to Queensland because no one fucking wants to go to Adelaide. So <laughs> that's that's my goals as Emperor of, of the world, or at least Emperor of Australia. Emperor and, of Australia. And the world Shame. domination will come yeah. later. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, baby steps. Got a mm. baby so, steps. So uh, running for five years and running for five years. Yeah. Uh, so I just took it on. My first festival this year was of uh, Animation Salvation was the theme, and that yep. was held at the New Globe Theatre which is sadly shut down now. Yeah. Yes. There's no more. Yes. Like, t- like two weeks after we, we held it there. And, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to find a new venue, which was a bit shit. So is, that, is there multiple festivals with the Simply Shorts in a year? or? Uh, yes. Typically there's about three, two to three. So like one around like March, April, July, August, kind of and or yeah, around August, November. Um, generally it's like a world cinema we have at the end of the year, but I'm trying to push for like a, like a Halloween one because oh, who doesn't like yes. it? I can love it. It's yeah. good. Uh, and you're obviously the sister festival to the complicatedly short film festival. Yes, <laughs> I've no. the complicatedly long festival. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, yeah like, uh, that's that's my attempt at a very terrible yeah. joke. And like, right, no, I was, actually, not a I was real, actually grasping there. Like, oh, I haven't heard of festival before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, I sound like a we joke, idiot. but there probably is a festival like that. I don't know if you've mm. ever been on like film fest on like like because I went on film free where I had my first sort of proper big giant where you're submitting to like a million film festivals for mm. my feature. And I've, I discovered that there is this ring of like Russian run 
scam film festivals right. and there's one in, one yes. of them in Melbourne and it's like totally because you can see the reviews people post the thing and they're like oh it's connected to this thing and the people who run it never showed up and it was this other thing. and I'm like and it's a network there is this network of dodgy Russian film festivals that basically like scam people out of money so what we're saying is how Russian are you <laughs> <laughs> what part do you play in the Cold War <laughs> um, yeah no not at all unfortunately yeah, um, you're, you're not Russian right? not even a little bit <laughs> no, um, yeah no. <laughs> no. Um, and then really, what is like film school fallout and stuff? Uh, so essentially, uh, in a nutshell, it's basically conceived it as a battle of the bands for film school. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we just reached out to every film school that we possibly can, like uh, both locally, uh, nationally and internationally, mm-hmm. and uh, for people to submit films uh, that they made in film school. So it has to be student-made production. Um, you, you, know, you could have tweaked it if you liked post-film school. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no condition against that. But um, yeah, so basically to see who's gonna so this take all the glory. graduate entries as well. Yeah. Uh, I imagine so because yeah. like we still have our submissions open till the eighteenth of this month. But I okay. imagine the yeah, the better half of it would be graduate gra- nice. graduate films. But you know, there's some like um, you know, when I was in film school, there were some pretty decent second year films. So like yeah. you know, so they're they're yeah, welcome to join. L place to kill. I'll enter that. Thank you. Glad you. You're telling me to do that. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. <laughs> well, I saw the call out and then I'm like, everything I made in film school is like beyond <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I didn't start making movies until at least a year after I finished film school. <laughs> uh, been- so, so what makes you say yes to a film? Uh, specifically, what made you say yes to Pizza Deliverance, the greatest film, film school film ever made? Uh, <laughs> which I think we've all confirmed it's winning, right? It's winning? Has that even been submitted yet? I think so. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Des. <laughs> Is it sub- it's not submitted through the film schools, but the, like you contact the film schools and then they like yeah, tell yeah. their students, hey, Go to this thing. Yeah, I, I just contact like the student administrative officer or whatever, and just be like, "Hey, man, reach out to your alumni, current students, and let them know this shit is happening." Um, and yeah, then they just flood through like that. Uh, but what makes us, uh, what dictates a good film in our eyes? For me, especially because I'm a sound man now, is yeah. it's got to have at least relatively competent sound design or <laughs> not abysmal frigging recording. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much like an so, X on the market sheet. It, one scene in Fallout was abysmal. It was Henry Cavill talking and it was, oh no, it was Tom Cruise and it was clearly like he didn't do the ADR or something and it was the way they, like I was hearing this horrible, because it, it wasn't ADR, they just noise reduced the fuck uh, yeah. out of something uh, you've done. Yeah, yeah. It pulled me right out. I was like, what the fuck? Is this movie's like $180 million. They couldn't just do one pass of that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, man. Uh, adaptive <laughs> noise reduction. It's perfect. What are you talking about? Do it every day. <laughs> what are artifacts? It can't have been as bad as the, um, uh, as the mummy trailer that got released. That got shut out. Out. <laughs> No, it's just like, <gasps> that was hilarious. Oh God. I feel like that should be the new Wilhelm. Yeah. That should be oh, the new yeah. world. The entire, the entire sound effect in that trailer condensed into one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we want good sound. So that's good to know. Good sound. Yeah. And of course. Uh, that's how to win your heart. What's, the, what's, yes. the, what's the time, like length of the film? Uh, so, well, generally with the short films, you know, they're between like eight to 15 minutes. And we, so like a nice average for that would be like 10 minutes is usually a good submission. Because mm. if you're pushing it past 15 minutes, yeah. it's got to be really good yeah it's got to be captivating as hell because because yeah. if you're pushing it through past 50 minutes it's obviously amazing isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, look, at, you're, look at me <laughs> you're, 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 you're terence malick <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
So yeah. is it just sort of like that criteria that makes you say like no, yes or no? Is there anything else that if you'd say like, no, I can't accept this other than those criteria? Uh, well, it's because the for the selection process anyway, mm. it's between, it's not just me solely, of course. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. me and Greg oh, okay, Kelly. So no one cares about sound except you. Yeah. How, how many other people are on the... Uh, like voting to so for well, uh, we've got the selection process and then for this year we've actually implemented a judging process for the selection oh, cool. it's okay. me greg and Pennell marsden uh, how much does Gre- greg and Pennell care about sound uh <laughs> not enough okay so you can discount sound and do they it. take <laughs> bribes is what we're asking ah, <laughs> uh, we'll to find out um but yeah so without we're the selection panel but yeah this year we've got judges because i just wanted to make sure there was any like to eliminate any like suspect of bias because it's yeah. like we're actually holding at the event at griffith film school well oh, QCA. Okay. So i, I saw that film school uh, you know event <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, submission yeah, yeah. one then it'd be like oh well um so we've actually got judges from we've got one from griffith we've got sean gilligan we've yeah. got uh yeah jeff desang from qsft uh, we've got Ruari Elkington, I hope that's pronounced correctly, <laughs> T-U-T. And uh, we've got JMC as well. I can't remember the nice lady's name. But, um, yeah, so we've got, you know. Would it be of... Tess? No. Oh, that's right. I got it through yet. Yeah, I? yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's not. I can't remember. She's a sound lady. She's a sound oh, lady. there's a sound oh. lady. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I don't know the sound people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, are you going to name yeah. things? Um, uh, one of the things, oh, fuck. I had a really good question I was going to ask you about um, – God damn it. Okay, never mind. It's it's lost. It was a shit question anyway. <laughs> Shane's always doing this, coming up with shit questions. It was something Every about episode. it was something about like selecting films and watching them and judging panels and I don't even know. Uh, do it's you gone. all sit down and watch it together and talk about it afterwards? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually flying down to Melbourne. It's like my little excuse to go down there like <laughs> quarterly. Um, and yes. so, yeah, we sit down and we watch it with some popcorn and stuff. It usually takes about two days because I think we've got about – 40 submissions so far and if wow, they're, nice. they're averaging about 10 minutes some of them are like up to 20 minutes so yeah. it can be a bit laborious um laborsome um but yeah so yeah, we just sit around a bowl of popcorn and yeah share our thoughts we have like little intervals between of course discuss cool. our thoughts and basically go eh, yes no, maybe and then yeah we, and we go from there cool are you, are you, yeah. have you been seeing oh, so have you seen any so far or are you like holding off and just doing it in one i hold off yeah because i yeah I, I, I don't want to have any sort of like Slip your memory and yeah, stuff like that. premeditative like opinions about films. Be like, oh, I really like that one, and then I'm holding <laughs> on to that one. Uh, you know, when we get to the yes, process, yeah, yeah. Do you do like? Do you, are you doing like a full like you're taking notes and doing that, or are you just like sitting watching, trying to yeah, it's, it's make it more like an audience, yeah, more like a spectative verbal sort of discussion afterwards. Don't really um. Well, like, we do we do mark them off as like yes, no, maybe. So some of them are obviously very clear yes. Some of them are obviously not. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, the maybe list is often the biggest one. And then it's just down to, um, yeah, going through that that maybe list at the end. How much sort of um, uh, film festival experience have you had, like, like just going to them? Like, before, like, did you, did, like, prior to to directing and stuff, were you going to film festivals? Yeah, yeah. Um, mostly, uh, I hosted the Brisbane Backyard Film Festival five years ago. I did that for two years oh, in a row. Nice. Um, and then I, but yeah, just, I, I do like to partake in the audience. Um, mostly because, like, they're really fun events to, get shit faced at like, it's, really, it's, it's true yeah it's, it's the best way to network you know? yeah, like, yeah, get yeah. shit faced <laughs> yeah. 
Just like the theatre. I can't go to the theatre and not get completely hammered. <laughs> Do you heckle the actors? <laughs> no, no, no. After the show, yeah, I come up and you know. Um, so I thought we'd like talk a little bit about like festivals from the... This sounds like a weird point now in retrospect while we're recording, but festivals from the perspective of audiences. So what can audiences get from attending a film festival? Well, generally for uh, like film, a- yeah, these film festivals, um, they, they come for three reasons, either one or, or two or all three. So like they come to... Uh, like support their films, they come to network or they come to get drunk. And usually mm. it's, it's a combination of the three. Um, so they're really good opportunities. You know, to if do someone so who's like well. doesn't care about the films at all and they're just there to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know anyone here. I don't care about the film. Filmmaking. I just get fucking <laughs> shit Man, where the hell am I? I've been yeah. in already drunk. Um, no, I haven't stumbled across anyone like that yet. But I'll keep it pre drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my film's playing. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, no, that, that's why the filmmakers drink yeah. is they yeah, to, the to go through that. Um, I think though, from from audiences, you kind of get to see like like if you like because I've I've been a festival where there are people who will like show up who don't do filmmaking like at all. They're not connected, and they'll show up because they like seeing stuff that they're not going to see at the multiplex and and seeing actors yeah. and filmmakers and sort of stuff. Local people they may know a friend of a friend of a friend. They're like, oh, let's go do that thing mm. for the one night kind of thing. Um, I just find the audience is way more willing to enjoy a movie than mm. if you're at a Cineplex, like <laughs> fucking last night at Fallout, when I have never had that many people walk in and out of a cinema. Hey, you were one of them. I was one of them, <laughs> but I'm a very rare case. But these people were going out to like go on their phones and shit. I literally every five minutes someone was walking the, the, the in and out. The guy next to me left about four times. He just yeah. like walked out, came yeah. back in, walked yeah. out, came like, back in. Like what the fuck is going on? Whereas mine was very desperate need for the bathroom and I didn't <laughs> want to go. But I also like waited until a lull in the plot between action scenes because I'm like, I'm not going to miss a fucking action scene in this movie. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, uh, and there's also, do, do you guys have like an audience choice kind of? Uh, we have for every event previous. There's but not this year. Not, not this year. No. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it went it went wrong. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly because like we feel that the audience is going to be primarily Griffith students as it's at QCA. Oh, so that's, that's okay. going to have a huge high bar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that was my question is what are like the, 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 the concerns that, like other than I like that film. I don't like that film. There's like this whole other realm of things you have to kind of take into it. You don't want to appear biased. Like, well, you don't want to be biased no. and all that kind of thing. What are some of like the weird things you've like, having not done film sets of doing one, you're like, oh shit, I didn't think I had to think of that, but now I have to figure that out. Could you rephrase that question, please? Sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm very terrible. <laughs> are there things you've had to take into consideration mm-hmm. in running the film festival that you didn't think were a thing? Oh, uh, yes. I'm going to say a tentative yes while I pull out an answer. Uh, I feel like with this one, it's the whole idea that you're like, oh, I can't get too many from the one film school or it looks like we're biased towards that film school. If there's a whole bunch of actors workshop films there, I'm going to be like, well, now I know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not too sure about that one. Like. In, like specifically with the selection process, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but even that, like, just like things running a film, like you. you um, I'm just trying to think. I'm now. I'm, I asked a question. It's, kind of, a, it's, it's kind of a political question in terms of like, yeah, selection process in terms of like audience assumptions about how you choose films and like how you measure yourself against. Like, oh, even if this this film from this um, feels more right for the festival, but it's. We're having too many people from this one. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. No, I, th- I think I, I've got it now. So yeah. it's like um, we could have like a uh, a whole 
spectrum of quality and have like all these fantastic films. Mm-hmm. Maybe this film is actually better than the other one, mm-hmm. but in the general service of the festival, we might choose this film that is a little less great than that, a, a little less great, mm. just to give it a bit of a more of a genre dynamic. Yeah, or variety just to, oh, in terms okay. of like, yeah, yeah. just yeah. give the night a bit more yeah. variety for the audience sake yeah. as well. Because, yeah. you know. Has, has running it helped you kind of, like as someone who makes films and submits them, be a little less jaded about the process? Yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know, because like, well, I submitted my feature to so many, like so I many. dumped so much money on that shit. <laughs> Big ones, tiny ones, ones in bars. And we all rejected from every single one but one. It was like it was like heartbreaking. It was so fucking heartbreaking. It was like three years of work, so much money. Have you? Because obviously you've you've been rejected from festivals. You've been accepted into some. Has it sort of changed the way you you feel about that? Uh, it's definitely given me a, you know more of a concept of how the technical like, you know the technical parts work and stuff like that. Yeah. And it it definitely does soften the blow in terms of any time I would get rejected from a festival because now I understand all the considerations. Uh, but there's one thing that uh, I've had to learn to uh, build a bit of a well, I wouldn't say a thick skin, but sort of like a like an iron hand to remove the soft and gentle ones of my friends when they're like, oh man, so you're a festival director now. I've submitted my film. Uh, and it's like, oh. Have you had that? Like had a, quite a lot of that? Yeah, I've, too, oh, too really? fucking many times, man. And Pretty sure I started my question by doing exactly yeah, that. I feel like it was like very yeah. clear. Like, 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 like there's joking, but are there ones who were seriously like... Yeah, yeah, and I just have to sort of have like a bit of an awkward laugh and then like pull a, a straight face immediately after patting on the shoulder and then get out of the room as quickly as possible. <laughs> but I just shit. hope that like I want them to it's it's hard for them to understand the position because like I actually had a similar thing. I I was on the other end of the stick. Um only it was bribing for, a film festival to accept you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a cheeky like like a friendly little, you know, like elbow and I was like, mm-hmm. and that was for um that was for this year's Brisbane Backyard Film Festival and that was right. for submitting uh Freudenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, Oh hey man, so like I'm submitting Freudenstein and then it didn't get in. And like all like you know, it's but it just gave me this whole level of respect towards Greg because it's like, you know, he's not going to um he, he's not going to mess with the uh, – oh, crap, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not for? going to accept bribes. No, yeah. no. Um, he has integrity. Integrity. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to compromise the integrity of the festival, you know, because we're friends. And, yeah. like, that yeah, is – great. I, I just, you know, have so much respect for that. Yeah, that's great. See, part yeah. of me feels like if I was running a festival – I'd be really good at that because I can kind of be really mean about people's work. <laughs> I know. I, that's what I was, we were saying before. I'm like, I'm trying to be a little less bitchy about it, but I'm like really openly honest with my opinion on people's films, sometimes to a fault. But mm. hey, I, I buy the tickets, I buy the DVDs, I show up to, you know, I, I make sure I'm like putting my money where my mouth is and at least supporting them fiscally, if not emotionally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So what can, f- like, uh, filmmakers gain from festivals? Did I steal one of your questions, by the way? No, wow. no probably. What can film fa- filmmakers get from going to a festival? Uh, well, they get, uh, as in, like, from submitting or from attending the, the physical vest festival? Uh, both. Physically Experientially on both. Um, well, you know, they get exposure to their films. <laughs> I love getting paid and exposure. So much exposure. <laughs> exposure credit card. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think like the uh, the most advantageous thing about it, though, would be to actually attending the event and that would be networking with people, yeah. obviously. Mm, yeah. um, because, you know, it, everyone knows it here, but it just it's so beneficial to meet 
anyone really because mm. you don't know how like you know far down the track they'll you know they'll pick you up and be like oh hey man blah 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 and then connections connections it's well, yeah. not what is who who yeah. knows they might start running a, a film festival and you're like hey <laughs> yeah and then they reject you and you're like especially for people sort of maybe starting out or who haven't done sort of a big thing or especially like you're doing film school where a lot of people they kind of know their film school bubble and that's like it especially because it's not like a rivalry between film schools like I haven't been in film school in like eight years yeah. So is there a rivalry between the Brisbane ones? I know that there's like a faux rivalry, like a charming yeah, yeah. ribbing rivalry. We have wars, man. <laughs> there is blood on the streets. Battles cast, dude. You, you put point lights in faces and you don't call striking. The only one that I know that exists from, because uh, I went to Griffith Film School, um, the only one that I heard about was there could have been a bit of like tension between like Griffith and QUT. Oh, oh yeah. really? But that's 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 it. Like, I I don't have any personal experience mm. from this. This is just you know like on the grapevine. Um, but no <laughs> problems with JMC or SAE or QSFT. Um, you know, if anything, it's it's more of like a collaborative thing. Um, oh, cool. yeah. Does UQ do film? Does they do? do film? Apparently, their curriculum is much more heavily theory based. Uh-huh. So Gross. they're like, I I know because critics who have come out of right. yeah, actually, rather than filmmakers. Yeah, it's um, actually under the Bachelor of Arts, so it's more literature based. Yeah. And everything. Right. Uh, JMC and SAE have a rivalry because they mm. used to be the same company. They were oh, the same yeah. school. Really? Yeah. Uh, and JMC went to Just Sound, and SAE broke off and did their thing, and then. James ended up doing everything, and so did SAE, and now we hate each other. It's is great. The, is All the right. international, what was it, the international film, the one that branched off from QSFTV, the one that branched off and the guy did it, and it was down on the Gold Coast. Oh, uh, New York Film Academy? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, uh, it was like the the international f- film college or something like that. I remember I went to their open day and I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> um, I feel like I haven't heard anything about it, so I feel like maybe it lasted like a year and then <laughs> and then and burnt. But um, uh, one of the other things, because we were talking about it in the 48-hour project episode last week, um, is that a good thing is just seeing your movie on a big screen. Mm, yeah. well, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be like a giant 26-meter screen, but just seeing it up there with an audience is always way different than, you know, watching it in like a tiny room yep. on your computer, in your house while your neighbours are having noisy sex next door. You know, yeah. like like there's a, there's a very big... far too many times. <laughs> there's a very big very specific between <laughs> seeing it... Um, it was a pre-written joke. I thought I was oh, being yeah. funny. Yeah, um, I thought it was just an experience because I've seen your neighbors and I do not yeah, want to hear that. Oh, yes. God, no, um, but like watching it on your tiny little computer and your perfectly calibrated computer versus <laughs> worrying about the projection on on a big thing. And so that is something that comes from that. Even you were saying that when you played um, Pizza Deliverance, the Brisbane Backyard Film Festival. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first time you'd seen it big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was, and it was terrifying until everyone <laughs> laughed, and I was like, oh, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> I remember the first Kill time these. I did that, it was at, it wasn't the New Globe Theatre, it was the one that was the old dandy, and then it was converted to, there was like a concert space and a movie theatre, and they played 35 mil there. What is it? It's like, it's at the top of Brisbane, uh, Tribal Theatre, that's Tribal, it. Yeah. Ah. And I they did like a film school, and I submitted the one that I was still in film festival, and my movie was terrible. And I played terribly, but and I was terrified. But that was the first time I'd literally gone to an audience scene, like big, and it was like it's an experience, and you get a lot from that. Well, with uh, L Place, because we ran our own screening for the Try Two, uh, the Try Three short film, SBC, yeah, yeah, at, at SBC, and yeah. it was it was like at a pub screening, so it was a much different environment. Mm. Yeah, but I, I also had like the best reaction to my film scene. You know, it was the greatest I love life. <laughs> yeah, me. you spilled beer on me as well. 
Oh, did I? Yeah, remember you dro- dropped a glass during a film? Oh, <laughs> good times. And I was like, oops. Good what? Times. Well, you just... No, I'm just clumsy, okay? Just yeah. clumsy. I don't need okay. alcohol to make me uh, clumsy. Well, I've, I've got the other things. I've got, like, networking. Oh, awards. There are, what, kind uh, of, what kind of awards are going at that? What are you giving a pizza deliverance? So. <laughs> <laughs> just general questions here. Is yeah. that, like, like sorting out awards? Is that, like, a whole... Th- like, obviously, you've got a judging panel sorting it out, but, like, being like, oh, is it, like, a... Like when the, I know some places do, like there's like monetary things. There's like like JMC have the who is it like Black Magic donated yeah, stuff. Black Magic and, donated yeah. stuff. Yeah. So did um, Sennheiser and some other big things. How's navigating that? Uh, well, for this particular event, it's been absolutely much easier than previously because we're just doing like the the judges award, like the best film award. Oh, whereas previously right, right, yeah. there were audience choice awards in which after the second act of the night had finished, then would like would be backstage frankly, like how many tickets are like going through all the <laughs> paper, like, mm, like counting little tiny tears. Um, so we don't have to go through that this time. But um, yeah, so that is go- we're, like, I'm still looking for uh, a sponsor though. So to see if they can give us, you know, any, any sort of like little extra bit of a package that we can like slide into it. But it's tricky. It's tricky when you, you can't really offer them too much. You really got to look for the, very nice people in the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm currently doing of. that on my film. We're trying to, because like our location needs to be like a kind of an apartment-y, hotel-y kind of a thing. And I'm trying to go through like an Airbnb site, but it's like the gay version of Airbnb. I'm trying to get them to sponsor it because the, the film's like a queer themed film. So I'm trying to be mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a really positive movie and maybe you want to sponsor it and because it'll look really good. And, and uh, it's like, you have to, it's such a weird dance you have to do. Yeah. yeah. This is why I'm not a producer. I cannot talk to people no i'm really terrible <laughs> I'm that's like, why i get a producer stuff, yes. to do it for me because yes. i'm really terrible at it and i just wrote up like my quote-unquote vision for the film and, he, and my producer's doing up like a proper cool presentation mm-hmm. to be like because he has like no scruples and he'll like mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll be stingy and, <laughs> and 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 that but uh so that's so are you 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 keen how so what are the dates for the festival so but so, mm, there's only one night for the event, and that is the 31st of August of the end of this month. So, so that'll be, oh. I believe, I'm going off. You said is it two weeks from when this will drop? Yeah. For them to get tickets to it, I've already got my ticket. I bought uh, mine the other day. So uh, I, if you, if, if someone, one of our listeners hears this and wants to show up, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I won't have a picture ranger shirt, but I will. Are you? Will? Yeah. Are you going to show up in the picture ranger shirt? <laughs> Hell yeah! I will. Yeah. yeah. Plug that thing. Uh, and there'll be, you wrote this four days to submit. What's the submission deadline? The submission deadline is the 18th of this 18th. Month. So there'll be two days from when, this will drop on the 16th. Dos days. So there'll be dos days. So you can still submit. So if you listen to this and you really want to put in, submit. You have two days left. Go on Film Freeway and look up Simply Shorts. Filmfreeway.com slash Simply Shorts. Simply and Shorts. And that'll oh, take no. you straight to the submission link. Oh, there you go. And, mm-hmm. so that's, the, and that's the extended that's deadline. the extended. Deadline. Have you found working with Film Freeway to be really good? Yeah, it's it's really manageable and it's quite user friendly. Um, and yeah. it's, it gives you a lot of options to play with as well. Oh, that's um, good. Like you can even like link in your your judging panel and stuff like that, and send like separate emails out to your judges to to your submitters. Um, yeah, very I found easy to I use. found being a submitter like it's it's such a like I like I got nothing but rejections from it. But even then, it was really well organized and looked really really pretty, well organized with, rejection. I've dealt with like without a box, and they're a pain in the ass. Yeah, a lot of people are trying to get me onto without a box and by it, other it was, people. It yeah. was the original website submitting thing. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was back when I was at film school, like nearly a decade ago now, and it was going for ages. And because all the big ones attach themselves to that, but it, it's just a really it's a really clunky 
user interface. Yeah. Um, and it was, and you're basically, it's just basically like they're brokering your contact rather than being like the thing where you can see that you got submitted or accepted. Right. Whereas mm. without a box, it's just like, here's the details you send it, you payment through there, but then you get like separate emails about whether or not you've been accepted and stuff. Yeesh. Or they just don't let you know at all. Okay. So uh, Film Freeway is really great. So that, that's good to hear it. So uh, we got, so there's two days left to submit, two weeks to get your tickets. And social links are they on Facebook? Facebook, yes. Facebook.com slash simply shorts. I simply believe shorts. is the URL, why but simply si- shorts on why Facebook. Why is it simply shorts? Because it's just simply shorts. It's simply short film productions. You know, well, yeah. we accept short film productions. Do you simply. accept mildly complicated films? Uh, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> How simple do they have to be on a sliding scale? Of simplicity to complication. On a complication. sliding scale of, of uh, Cloud Atlas to gravity, <laughs> like what's, yeah. what's the complicatedness? Oh, oh, that is an excellent question. Some, I, we're, we're, somewhere more yeah, in the reign of gravity, I'd say. Of gravity. So, <laughs> okay. uh, so a $100 yeah. million space epic starring Sandra Bullock and George Clooney will get you into the film. Definitely festival. as far away <laughs> as you can get from Vanilla Sky. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw tweets about that the other day, and I'm like, I, I remember seeing that movie as a kid. What the f- I no idea. Why did you watch that movie when you were a kid? No idea. It was on TV. My mum loved Tom Cruise. And so I'm like, it's Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz and suicide and masks and flashes to things. I I just, it went in one ear and out the other. Mm. It was, so no David Lynchy kind of. No. <laughs> If they're pretty enough, if they're know. pretty enough, who doesn't yeah. like a pretty film? Wait, would you, would you, what would you classify Freudenstein as? Ah, oh, as in genre wise, or yeah, in what do you kind of call that? It's it's like a fantasy comedy, I would say, but there's horror. It, it's a it's a mixed bag. It's, it's like, that's elements. the thing I was saying. Like, it's such sorry. It's, this is Scott's film, your grad film, my grad from, film yes. from thing, and it's like it's a guy like being talked to by someone, and then you go inside his head, and the id and the the ego and the super ego are like oh, arguing, yeah. and yeah. they're like uh, people, like the little awesome. men running the machine. Yeah. Uh, and I, like I'm watching it, I'm like, this is such a Scott film. Like you can just like <laughs> tell your handprints all over that thing. Uh, so that's that's a really good place to end, I guess. So we're gonna do our top five, and I, I was I was tricky. I was like, do we do like Fallout nuclear related <laughs> movies? But then I was like, man, Max Fury Road's gonna end up on here again. But funny enough, it kind of did. yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because I was films. like, top five simple movies, so movies with uncomplicated plots, very. Easy to digest. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I'll go first because my first one is Fury Road. <laughs> Sorry, so, so close to being on my list. As well. <laughs> it's like one of the most simple. Uh, they they drive and then they drive back. Simple plot. Um, my next one is Taken, uh, which again, is on your list. Which last. is on my last li- list. It's a very simple plot. It, it is. A uh, mm. guy takes daughter. Guy goes save daughter. Done. Uh, Guy takes spoilers, man. (laughs) And also with these ones, they're all films that are simple and either films that are previous or films that came later in the same series Mm. complicate things, such as Alien. Alien is such a simple film. And then you have Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Mm. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. 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 Alien Covenant. Just. Uh, John Wick. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Oh, yeah. John Wick would kill the dog, get revenge. Exactly. Um, and finally, Dread. Yeah, oh, especially yes. since Dread. the original one is so fucking complicated. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. 
Is that where he sounds? Does he say that? Yeah. yeah. So I haven't Stallone seen the original. No, I know that, but I haven't no seen No embellishment. The <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a scene where two people are just one Sylvester Sloan just yell law at each other. Really? It's the greatest. I kinda wanna see this now. You do Rob Schneider, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it's the greatest. So, oh god. Uh, Scott, what are your picks? Uh, so my picks would be like, I had a bit of trouble trying to like concede what defines like a simple film, but I sort of narrowed it down to something that you can like concentrate the premise into like less than five words. Yeah. 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 So like, uh, one would be Scott Pilgrim vs. the world, which is a favorite yeah. of mine. Um, and which is, um, get the girl, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty straight narrative. Get the girl, um, fight her exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so have you read the comics? No, I haven't. Okay, because the ending gets super complicated. Oh, shit. It, but like, not of the movie. No, not in the movie. The no. movie, simple plot. Your Facebook name used to be Scott Pilgrim. It was, yeah. It's my and Snapchat then didn't, name. It was, it was in, this was when you were in Billy Bucket, and then some uh, journalist wrote about the show and commented on you and have obviously found you on Facebook and quoted your name as being Scott Pilgrim Young. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. It's, it's also an IMD, uh, IMDb credit of mine. I'm Scott Pilgrim Young somewhere. I can't even remember what <laughs> oh film it was. Oh, it's, it's a man's world. It was a short film five years ago. Yeah, I'm Scott Pilgrim Young on the internet. That's <laughs> the one place. Um, not Facebook anymore, though. So thank yeah, God. Yeah. Um, the next one would be uh, Deep Blue Sea. Get away yes. from yes. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Thomas it, Jane, it, shark writer. Oh, man. It's, it's like my favorite shark. Have you film. seen the sequel yet? I, no, uh, no. It's, it's only just it's on Netflix. Out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, wait. It's either on Netflix, Stan, or Foxtel. Oh, it's on Foxtel. I feel like it'll be on Foxtel. Foxtel. Foxtel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's on there and I really want to watch it. But yeah. at the same time, no, I really want to watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, that then there's Little Miss Sunshine, get yep. to the pageant. Yeah. Um, and that's just a that's just a beautiful movie the whole oh, way it really through. Is. Um it's it's like, you know, you've got such a simple sort of, you know, outline, but there's so much emotional intricacy and like mm. throughout we throughout the film. It's it's beautiful. Um oh shit, was I really should have written these down. What was the other you one? Want, you, Welcome to our world. Right. We write nothing down. <laughs> Rat race. Yes. Uh, yes. Get the money. That like, was like our yep. number one yeah. pick because last week we did a top five like race chase because we talked to Matt Green about the 48 hour film project and it was like so we was like top five like race chase time, time limit movie. movies. Yeah. And Rat race was like on everyone's list. Oh, uh, that's just like a classic comedy I'm from I'm winning, childhood. I'm winning, I'm winning. <laughs> I love it. And the ending with Smash Mouth comes out and oh, the fucking song. <laughs> it's it's peak early 2000s. It's so fucking good. Um, what am I up to? How many is that? I think is that I think that's five. So you did Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, Deep Blue Sea, Little Miss Sunshine, oh, Deep Blue Sea, Deep Blue Sea, Deep Blue Sea. and Rose. the fifth one would. This isn't okay. This this one isn't uh, simple in terms of plot, but uh, Cube. Have you guys seen? Oh Cube? yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a yeah. simple setup. This, yeah. It's the set design yeah. which yeah. just makes one the whole set. execution of the film. And then brilliant. you watch Cube Two Hypercube, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? When you went on and on about those movies when I was in high school, I love those met, And I watched Cubes, it. Yeah. And it was so good. And I wait. I waited twelve years for Cube Zero to come out on DVD. It's such a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen the sequel. Should uh, I avoid it? Have you seen it? Cube 2? No, I haven't seen Cube 2. Oh. Well, Cube 2 is interesting. Uh, it's not, it's not bad. It's just interesting. Cube 0 is awful. I far prefer Cube 0 to Cube 2 Hypercube. Cube 2 Hypercube makes no sense. It's literally the opposite of a simple movie. It's yeah, so it, overly it, it complicated. It overcomplicates things to a million percent. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, Cube Zero is like a prequel of Sense, showing you how that disabled guy from the first movie became disabled. Spoiler alert. Ah. Wait, so he's not all just okay. I'm not asking yeah. questions. You what? gotta you gotta watch Cube Zero, man. Oh, shit, it's on. You can it's get it finally on DVD now. after yeah. twelve years. It finally came out on DVD in two thousand and sixteen. Oh, oh wow, yeah. Josh, yeah, what are your top five? <laughs> My picks. Uh, like Ch- uh, this is honorable mention. So, like Chance, I included Alien because deliciously yep. simple plot and horrific. Uh, another honorable mention is Bicycle Thieves because like which I have not seen. Yeah, so someone steals a bike. It's like I won't won't do the Pee Wee Herman impression again, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know it. Um, and uh, and my main list is number five is Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simple setup. Uh, the directors fucked with the actors, and they literally didn't really. They just made up the script on the site. They did things day by day. They got instructions. It's so simple, and so Blair effective. Witch Two, Book of Shadows. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number, f- number four is Clerks because it's just a day in the life of yeah. Um, Clerks works well. Yeah, Dante. Mm-hmm. And then number three is uh, I don't want to butcher name. Sorry, but um, Why did Mama Tambien? Into Mama Tambien. Into Mama Tambien. Uh, Afonso Cuarón's little about sex road trip. Sex road trip to the beach. That's it. <laughs> Two guys Hell and a girl yeah. and they fuck as they drive along the road. <laughs> Pretty much. And they like like and it's mostly like the two guys fucking the girl alternatively, but then the two guys go for it. But then apparently there was like a deleted scene between the two guys. It's not deleted. It's, no, no, no. Like, oh, like no, no, there was an extended fucking. Uh, yeah, okay. And that that got. Deep. But I don't think they filmed it. I just think they they had it planned and then they didn't. They, do yeah. it. they didn't film it. They just did it. And they're like, yeah. shit, camera wasn't rolling, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Rubensky was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two is Halloween. Yeah, nice. again, I'm picking a lot of horrors. And how, and how that series, oh man, did oh, it get complicated later on? Yeah, this season Can't of the wait witch. To do a, we're doing a Halloween. We're doing a Halloween episode. Actually, I have a, the whole franchise. Just, I actually have, already have a graphic we could use. It looks oh, really yes. funny. Um, and number one is Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, uh, yeah. One location. You've so. taken so many of my. Oh, I'm sorry. Lists. Oh, it's fine. Just oh, fine. We just agree about the same things. So. What is your list, Shane? So my honorable mentions. I've got Duel, which was on my list last week. Mm-hmm. It's the dead simple. It's just <laughs> a, a truck chasing a guy for ninety minutes. It's fucking <laughs> wonderful. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Yep. Nice. Oh Tension. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. And Detention, I remember going into that movie thinking it was like, because the, the title just makes me think, oh, it's like they meet every Saturday and it's like this ongoing thing for like the year of high school. It's just one fucking Saturday. Mm. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I got La La Land. It's a yeah. really, really simple movie. It's just, it, and it works. So wait, why is everyone? No, no, no you don't think it's disagree. simple? It's not simple enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> you need to get make it simpler, man. Oh. Well, that's why it's on Oral Mansion and the Mad Max Fury Road. So my yeah. top five, I've got Gravity. Yeah. yeah. Dead, Absolutely. simple. Uh, number four is 12 Angry Men. Mm-hmm. Another one. Uh, number three, I can't, I'm surprised this didn't end up on anyone's list. It's the Before Trilogy. So Before yeah. Sunrise, oh, Before yeah. Sunset, right. Before Jesus. Midnight. Yeah. The most dead, simple movie. It's just a conversation that runs for two hours. It's fucking amazing. All three of those movies are brilliant. I actually I personally like Before Midnight the best, but everyone kind of likes Before Sunset. Mm. Um, I've got number two, better than dread. It's the raid. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> oh, of course. And that's an, an example of where the sequel just over, like complicates things to the max. I like the sequel. Yeah. I love the sequel because the action scenes are so fucking good. Mm. But they just the plot becomes so wildly convoluted as opposed to oh, we need to get into a building and get a guy. Um, and then yeah. my number one pick, and it's been on everyone's list, is Alien. 
Yeah. Yes. It's it's Classic. it's it's fucking amazing. I regret putting uh, not putting Pitch Black on there because Pitch oh, Black is such yeah, a simple movie Black. and Chronicles of Riddick is such a convoluted <laughs> mess. I love it. Chronicles of Riddick is amazing. Oh, I love Chronicles of Riddick. It's the best B- D&D film we have. Uh, and then, of course, Riddick is just Pitch Black again. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a really good place to end. Thank you so much you, for You know what's a really on. great film that <laughs> no. didn't get into any festivals? That's- Boom! Red Curtain Hell, now available <laughs> on Vimeo On Demand. Just visit www.vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use, Use the code Pitch Rangers for 20% off. They do this every week, and I have not made a single sale from it. One anyway. day, rule of averages, man. Rule of averages. Thank God you probably you probably are now because I still haven't seen the frigging oh, film. Yes, I didn't, I didn't make you've been invited to all three screenings and you haven't come to yeah. any of. Them. I'm a terrible fucking person. Well, terrible. Use picture rangers, uh, rangers on Vimeo on demand for twenty percent off your rental or purchase. And then listen to the commentary after. There's, there's special oh, features Jesus. like I've like I, I went out because I was just like I'm not going to sell it on demand and it's just the fucking movie. That's it. so I made like a behind the scenes there's a blooper reel and there's a commentary i think i haven't watched the blooper reel yet is it the same blooper reel it's that's the same on the blooper DVD? reel but yeah. with the music we actually had copyright on rather than the okay <laughs> yeah. the track from Fair an enough. anime um uh so that, that's a really good pleasure thank you so much for coming on my pleasure scott it's been awesome so those dates are you'll have two days to submit and on facebook.com slash simply shorts or filmfreeway.com slash simply shorts august 31st august 31st is the screening days and you can get those ticket links are on the facebook page yep it's through eventbrite but it's linked through facebook and you can also get tickets at the door for 15 dollars a pop awesome Ooh, i've got nice. my ticket so i'll see any of our listeners if you show up there i'll be i'll be there shane's ready to fight you i am ready to <laughs> fight you um and uh, you can find me on uh, on twitter at shane m underscore anderson uh, you find me on Twitter at that Sundance Katie or Caps and Letterbox at that's or just Joshua Greg from Letterbox. Uh, you can't find me on Twitter because Twitter sucks. Find me on Instagram at the Chancellor. I mean, you can't find me on Twitter. I just don't use it. You haven't used it. Just because Edgar Wright time. blocking you. Yeah, right? yeah. Edgar, Edgar Wright has blocked Chancellor on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know why. I've only ever tweeted him once, and it was complaining about the fact that my At Worlds and DVD doesn't have only has one commentary, whereas Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz have about six. Mm. And I'm like, where are all my commentaries? And, and then he, then he blocked, blocked me. <laughs> and so he wasn't able to see any of Edgar Wright's awesome updates, are he baby driver when it was coming out. So it was, wow. It's glorious. Life is hard. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys all for listening. We'll see you again next week, and we might see you at the Simply Shorts Film Festival. Thanks. Come and say hi. See you then. Uh, see, see you then. Yeah. Bye. 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 missile we have of that godforsaken mothership pray to god that it works no none of these ideas are going to work i've got it what we need to do is tell every citizen to leave their homes naked and just tell them to have sex with toasters in the street the aliens will be so confused they'll just sort off if you'd like to see the alternate takes on political issues ranging from big to small subscribe to a new world order podcast at www.thatsnotkindofproductions.com forward slash a new world order Great.
great price plus great home cover plus rewards you'll use equals big value from Super Value Insurance. Search Super Value Insurance now. Rewards include two 10 euro of 40 euro spend vouchers and 20 euro of real rewards points. Contents only excluded. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Your cousin's talking about the new lottery app. Huh. You can pick your numbers by just shaking your phone now, apparently. And maybe then you think, well, if someone's going to win it, why not me? Shake, pick and play with the new app. The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 